Welcome, everybody, to the Kingdom Link Podcast. We are so glad and honored that you have chosen to join with us today. We have just loved having everyone with us and joining with us through this journey of building Kingdom Link. And we thank you for all your reviews, all your comments, all the posts on uh, social media. We just really appreciate it. And we just hope that we are helping some leaders out there building uh, the kingdom Today, we are going to be kind of going off of our last uh, podcast episode, the five relationships that every leader needs. Today, we're going to be talking about practical ways to building a relationship or build relationships. Uh, Today, I am so uh, honored and thankful that I have my father, Tim W. Gill, with us today. Uh, He is just such a great man of God, and there is one thing for sure that... uh, he has taught me in growing up in his household to now serving under him as his youth uh, minister and his student leader. Um, and that is that relationships are so important in the kingdom of God, in this day and age, in this world, that just building a relationship is so important that, that uh, this kingdom, it's, it's, it's not about anything else, but it's about the people. And so, Dad, why don't you just go ahead and greet everybody today and... Uh, just say hey, everybody. Hey, hey, everybody. <laughs> yeah, uh, David, it's great to be here. How much I enjoy doing Kingdom Link and uh, getting to share with people some thoughts that we have, and we want we want to help people by bringing good content that would help them with their leadership uh, connections, both generational. You know, being uh, in the ministry as as the older part of the ministry or older leadership and younger. I am so thankful that uh, we have this opportunity to build a relationship, you and I, but also to help others build their relationship generation to generation, uh, build relationship between peer and peer, between a leader and a follower, and uh, so forth and so on. But today, David, you have brought to the table, I think, something very exciting. I can't wait to hear them. And that is uh, uh, some tips on practical tips on building relationship. You know, some things that uh, I know you do and others have done uh, to to build relationships. So let's jump in. Sounds good, Dad. So uh, like he said, I have uh, five practical tips on building a relationship with someone. Uh, These aren't in any order. They've got no rhyme or reason to them. It's just uh, what I feel because uh, something that's been birthed inside of me uh, in the past couple of years is people. I've come to realize God has shown me multiple times that uh, that I I have no purpose then to build a relationship with somebody. If if I can be the reason that someone knows Jesus and knows the Lord and the gospel, mm-hmm. and it was through me, there is no greater joy in my life. Yes, sir. Uh, so diving in, uh, th- th- this isn't necessarily a practical tip, but it's uh, it's something that just you need to be mindful of. When you meet somebody, just remember their name. Mm-hmm. Just remember their name. That is the biggest thing uh, when it comes to building a relationship with somebody. Because if you don't remember their name, then they're going to feel like they're not important in- enough to mm-hmm. you to remember them. And... Everybody just wants to be wanted and known and loved. Sure. So 
if we don't even acknowledge who they are, if we don't acknowledge their name, mm-hmm. they feel like they, they don't matter. Yeah. And as leaders, we cannot do that to somebody. We cannot make we cannot make anyone feel like they don't matter. Right. Because God wouldn't have placed them and, on this earth if they don't matter. What, right. And, and speaking of knowing people's name, um, I happen to really struggle with names. Absolutely. I struggle with names. You gave it names. to me, honestly, too. <laughs> well, uh, sorry. But, uh, you know, when you, when you meet a lot of people, and uh, they all tend to run together sometimes in my head, mm-hmm. but I think it is important that you know people's name. But the more I'm around them, and the more I'm related, relating to them and mm-hmm. building a relationship, I know their name. Right, right. And so I think that goes hand in hand with building a relationship is learning, you know, who they are. Absolutely. What they're about. Absolutely. Uh, and, and like you said, you know, it can be hard to remember their names. Mm-hmm. You know, some people, they can remember everyone's name. They can, yeah. they can, they just know. But for some people like me, for you, then uh, it's not that easy, and but that's where it comes into building a relationship. Just it, it's not easy, mm-hmm. you know. It's a task. It takes time, but and it's it worth ta- it. It's it's totally worth it. Totally worth it. Uh, but it it can be difficult at times. You know, it takes time. It takes investment. It takes patience. But uh, when you build a, a real relationship with somebody, uh, especially someone that you lead with or someone that you lead. Uh, they're going to they're going to put their trust in you in the long run, mm-hmm. and uh, that that's really uh, a great thing. So, uh, what are some ways to build a relationship with someone? Uh, I've got five tips that uh, will help every leader that wants to be able to build a better relationship with the people that they meet. Okay, uh, like I said, this has no rhyme or reason. There's just five tips that I know. Uh, tip number one: uh, take them to eat somewhere. Tip number two, be aware of the moments in a conversation. Tip number three, view each person like you are entering their home. Tip number four, don't be confrontational. Instead, be relational. And tip number five is just simply be a friend. That's awesome. So let's dive into that, Dad. Okay. Uh, The first one, take them to eat somewhere. So uh, I learned this, uh, one of... Probably one of the greatest uh, youth leaders of this generation, I believe, uh, Taylor Fairbanks. He's a great young man who's just got a heart for young people. Yes. And he, uh, I spent some time down in uh, West Monroe, Louisiana with Pastor, Brother, uh, Pastor Thornton. And uh, I spent that some time with Brother Fairbanks. And he told me that the best way to get to know someone is over the dinner table. Jesus did. He, he, absolutely. It, it goes with the old saying, uh, the way to reach a man's heart is through his stomach. <laughs> I, that's so true. Yeah. It is so true. Um, but w- uh, the practical part about this, don't just take them to lunch or to dinner or whatever, breakfast, but, but buy their food. Mm-hmm. Buy their meal. Um, that shows that they mean something to you. That sure. shows that... Uh, they mean that you're going that they mean enough for you to spend your hard-earned money on them. Yes. That shows that you are invested into them. Uh one example, I was given a Bible study to a, a young person in the youth group, uh, and I meet them every Wednesday. Uh every Wednesday night I meet with them and I take them to eat. And for weeks I I would do that every Wednesday and I would buy their meal. 
you know, it was nothing. They would try to buy it. Sometimes I'd be like, no, I'll buy it. And because, you know, it was my idea, I invited them. Uh, it was, it was the Bible study that I was leading. So I bought their meal. However, one time, uh, that you, that young person bought my meal mm-hmm. and it clicked in my head. Uh, at that moment, I saw that, uh, it wasn't just simply that they were paying for my meal. Now it was showing me that they are now invested. Mm-hmm. They are now invested into this Bible study. He gave his own money mm-hmm. to spend time with me and to learn more about God. And that's how that's I awesome. saw it. It's it's an easy way because everybody loves eating. <laughs> everybody <laughs> loves food. Yes. So just take someone out to eat because that's the best way that you can get to know someone. Absolutely. It's yeah. so easy and it's simple. It anybody is. can take someone out to eat. So simple and easy. Uh, tip number two. Uh, be, got, if, uh, let me let me interject something on that. Go ahead. Uh, about the eating. You know, Jesus uh, went and picked up his disciples. And uh, in one place, he got Matthew, the tax collector. In one verse, he's calling him to follow him. In the next verse, Jesus is at his house where Matthew has made a feast. Right. So they're eating together. After Jesus calls his disciples, the very first thing that they're involved in is a wedding. They go to eat. Zacchaeus, when he come down uh, out of the sycamore tree, what's the first place that he went to? Was his home to eat? Right. You know what happened when when God called when when Jesus called Peter, he went to his house, healed mm-hmm. his you know mother in law. Absolutely. And, and as Carmen said, a blessing he did not ask for. <laughs> but uh, it 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 shows to us that Jesus used that practical way of going out to eat with someone to build relationships. Let me tell you one story. Uh, a gentleman that, that, that we have the privilege of pastoring and leading was really on the fringe. And uh, I could tell he was struggling. All right. And so uh, I just took him to breakfast one time. Mm-hmm. And the man made a 180-degree turn from being a, a man who was on the fringe to now being a man who is working in uh, our hospitality staff. Right. Here at the church, what, what is it? It was just some way to break down the barrier. I think that there's something about eating with someone absolutely that just breaks down uh, the barrier. But it is also a Jesus tip, and and one way that you can see it's a Jesus tip is through communion. Yes, is that when we partake of the bread, uh, and when we partake of uh, the blood, the uh, the blood of Jesus in the cup, yeah. in the cup, yeah, it is. It's not about just eating some unleavened bread or some grape juice or wine. It's not about that. It's about the relationship Absolutely. between us and God. Yeah, that's, that's powerful. Matter of fact, the early church, the Bible said they went from house to house breaking bread right. and having fellowship. Right. What were they doing? Building relationships and having all things common. Yeah, right. That's powerful. So uh, tip number one, I love it. Take them out to eat. All right. Tip number two. Uh, let's go on to it. Be aware of moments in a conversation. Mm-hmm. What do I mean by a moment? What's a moment in a conversation? So what I mean by a moment is that when you are having a conversation with somebody, when you have a conversation with that person that you're trying to build a relationship with, be mindful 
for an opportunity to impact them. Mm. Be mindful for any opportunity. Be uh, be that racehorse at the Kentucky Derby waiting for the door to open. Right. And you could just jump right in. And so what, uh, when you are talking to someone, especially you know that person that you're trying to build that relationship with, search for an opportunity every time you talk to them mm-hmm. to impact their life for the better. In mm-hmm. every conversation, you can find a way to simply make a good impact on someone's life. Right. It, it, when you start having that kind of mindset, I'm going to look for an opportunity, you will mm-hmm. find an opportunity just about every time you talk to somebody. Right. It's amazing. Uh, when, when, when someone leaves a conversation with you, they should feel encouraged. They should feel empowered, happy, yes. energized. They shouldn't feel depressed, abused, sad, melancholy. They shouldn't feel any of those things. Right. Because a leader needs to be mindful When's the right moment? When's the right moment? When's the right moment that I can just speak a word of faith? Mm -hmm. When I can just be real? When I can share my testimony with somebody? Right. And it impacts them. Um, The Bible says in Proverbs 18 and 21, death and life are in the power of the tongue. Yes. And they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. The words that you speak Mm -hmm. are either going to bring life or they're going to bring death. I mean, death. Right. So when when you when we as leaders speak to someone, what you need to understand is that leaders are always going to be under the microscope. True. They're always going to be looked at. People are always watching. So when you speak to someone, always be aware what you say. That's so important. Always be aware of how you say it. Yes, sir. A lot of times that whenever you say something, it can come off with the wrong tone. And that could bring more damage. Yes, sir. But uh, when you look for an opportunity uh, in a conversation, it can really change things. I'm going to quote Brother Yarnchek one more time. <laughs> he said, Jesus changed the world through conversations. And an example of that that fits your, your tip here is Jesus with the woman at the well. Absolutely. You know, he took a really what was an could be a very awkward situation mm-hmm. with him and this woman of the well. We don't know who else is around there. No doubt there were others around, but it was still unique and uh, uncharacteristic for a man to talk to a woman at the well like that right. in that particular way. But what he did is he used the water. Mm-hmm. The water became the opening Absolutely. moment of conversation. Absolutely, And so he took that and just plowed open just pry to open that conversation mm-hmm. by using something that was right there in front of them, the mm-hmm. moment with the water. And uh, he used their relationship by geographical surroundings to his benefit, he being a Jew, she being a Samaritan. He used that to talk to her about worship, to talk to her about different things like that, and then also to to reveal the moment that it she had her moment in that conversation, and she said, you're the Christ. Right. right. So from his moment using the water till it become a relationship moment for her, and you know that, that, that is very powerful. I think it's important that we be aware of our moments in our conversation. Right. And Jesus, the master relationship builder, shows that. 
Absolutely. Not only the woman's will, but many other examples is that he would take the setting of that conversation. Right. And get the truth. Right. To them. And so another thing is that we don't need to be constantly preaching to somebody. We don't need to be constantly preaching at somebody, yelling them at them. Mm -mm. When we talk to someone, you will feel it in your spirit when the right opportunity shows Mm -hmm. up. You will feel it in your soul. God Mm -hmm. will let you know, okay, here's the door. Walk through it. Talk to them. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened with Jesus at the well. If if that woman was closed off and she didn't want to talk to Jesus, Mm -hmm. nothing else would have happened. There wouldn't have been the revival of Samaria. Absolutely, there wouldn't have been the you know the miracle that took place there in that particular setting. Right, all because of a moment in a conversation. Right, she was willing to open the door, and all that happened. Yeah. So, uh, going to our next tip, tip number three. Mm, yeah, tip number three. Let's go. <laughs> View each person like you are entering their house. What what does that mean? You know, I saw that so, in, yeah. in the in the in the, in the prep notes, and right. I'm looking at it and said, "All right, where is he going mm-hmm. with this?" So bear with me for a minute. <laughs> okay. So so what does that mean? What do you mean by view each person like you're entering their home? So that means that. Think of it in a sense. You just met somebody or, you know, you're kind of friends. You've never been to their house. Mm-hmm. And you first enter that person's house. Mm-hmm. Where do they usually take you first? They'll take you... To the living room. To the living room. Yeah. They don't take you to the kitchen. Mm-hmm. They don't take you to the bathroom. They don't take you to the garage. Mm-hmm. They're going to take you to the living room. That is the place that everyone is welcome freely in. Mm-hmm. So to convert that over uh, to relationships, the living room to the person is the common place. It's where their hobbies are. Everybody feels comfortable here. Everybody is comfortable. Everybody is welcome into this part of my life. Mm-hmm. Everybody can know what I like. Everybody can know what my hobbies are. Uh, they may know that I love guitars. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. I'll let anybody know that. I'll let anybody know that I love um, late 70s square body Chevys. <laughs> I'll let anybody know that. Okay. That's my living room. That's a relie- living room relationship. Right? right. That's the living room okay. relationship. But we as leaders need to realize that that is not the end goal. Mm. That is not the end goal. Uh, when it comes to a real relationship, so where do we normally keep our most valuable items? In our homes. We keep them in the bedroom. True. That's what's close to us. That's where we spend our time to rest. Mm-hmm. That is what we're founded on. Mm-hmm. So to convert that over, this is what the person believes. Okay. This is what they value. This okay. is their faith. That's this good. is their hope. This is their dreams. This yeah. is their core. This is what they rest on. Mm-hmm. So where they rest is what they rest on. That's good. This is the glue that holds them together. Mm -hmm. So if we desire to be impactful leaders, we must strive to get to that point. We want to get to that point that says, I can break through 
all of the common stuff that everybody gets to know about. I can break mm-hmm. through every wall to get to know who you are. What right. makes you up? Right. Who are you? What made you who you are today? Mm-hmm. This is really where you can get to the nit and gritty and change someone's life. Right. This is where you can impact someone's life. Right. Because when you find out what they rest on, you can see what they rest on. You can see if they if they rest on, you know, false identity or something like that. That's where you can step in and bring in the gospel. That's where you can step in and bring in Christ and Jesus and show them who they really are. Right. And you you, you can try to change someone's life in mm. the living room. It's not going to be as impactful as if you get into the bedroom of who they are. Well, I think that's that's breaking into a, a relationship that is more intimate. Right. That you get in into a level uh, where there's trust. Right. There's understanding. That's and, right. And and you know, in the living room section segment of that, where you can just talk in generalities, you really can't break down uh, resistance or fears. Right. But they're only going to reveal so much to you on that particular way. So in the uh, the bedroom analogy, into becoming closer and closer, you can develop trust. You can develop understanding. Right. Where you understand who they really are. Right. And they can reveal themselves because there's no relationship that's going to go into a deeper place of building that relationship until there is trust. Right. understanding. And you hit it right there on the nose, Dad. It's all about trust. Uh, if if I don't trust you in who you are, I'm going I'm to say, like, you're coming into my home. Mm-hmm. If I don't trust you, I'm not going to let you into my bedroom. Mm-hmm. That's where I keep my valuables. Well, and I think that people see if you are real. They're not going to let you in the bedroom if you're not real with right. them. If you're not, if you really care, if you really respect, if you really... Uh, want to see them advance and grow, and it's not just about okay. I'm going to put you as a feather in my cap because I've I've got you to a whether it's a, a a person you're trying to win to the Lord, or you're wanting to preach them the gospel, or somebody that you or even try to build a relationship right. to build a team. They're 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 going to need to know that your agenda is not to come into that closer relationship to destroy them, but rather to encourage them right. to become right. what God wants them to become. And, and another thing, just a side note off of that, is that when you get to that point, when you get to their uttermost secrets, when you get to their past, what they're founded on, mm-hmm. it is up to you to keep that. Absolutely. It is not up to you to share that. That's right. Because if they trust you alone, they trust you alone. So... You can't be a gossip and a good build relationship builder. Absolutely not. You, you can't. Be. You cannot be. And and telling you know, hey, I went with, out to eat with so and so, and you can't believe what they told me. Absolutely, you, you can. Know? You cannot do that because that throws that throws your credibility out the door. As it sure does. And the the ultimate thing for a leader is build that relationship. Right. And, and these are some great tips. Okay, what's the next one? Tip number four. Don't be confrontational. Instead, be relational. Mm-hmm. So when you're growing a relationship with someone, there's going to be times when there's a difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. We are made to have different views. We are made to think differently. 
if we thank want. God. Absolutely. If everyone thought like me, everybody'd just be too cool. <laughs> you know? Or boring. I didn't want to say that, but <laughs> that's exactly it. We'd all we'd all be very boring. Now in uh any leadership role, whether at the office or the job site or even in the kingdom of God, the best way I believe to deal with differences is to be human and to be relational. Uh, too often, I see a lot of people who will post something on social media and it will be kind of controversial. Mm. It'll be their viewpoint. It'll be their opinion on something. Mm. I think a lot of times, if you're going to post your opinion on social media, first off, if it's confrontational, mm, be very minded what you're posting and how you're saying it. But post opinion alert. Boop, yeah. Boop, boop, yeah. Opinion alert. <laughs> boop, 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 you know. I, I think that, that they need to come out with some kind of meme or some kind of gif that shows that. That, you know, like a red light that yeah. flashes around or yeah. something. Warning, this is my Warning. opinion. This is my opinion. Because everybody, it's okay to have your opinions. Every, It's like armpits. Everybody's <laughs> got one. Sometimes they all stink, but everybody's got them. All right. <laughs> go on. Go on. <laughs> so when I see someone that posts their opinion, and it might be confrontational or convert, uh, uh, controversial, and I see someone who's a leader that just comments and blasts them and just speaks nothing but negativity mm. and hate and, oh, you're wrong, this blah, 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 blah. And all we do is fight and argue and yell and comment and all caps them. I mean, nobody, that just... Nobody wins and... Nothing it, gets done. Well, nobody wins and that's not... Uh, again, you can't have a relationship with somebody online like that. It, you can't. If you want to get to the heart and soul, if you really think that your opinion is going to change theirs, don't do it over that post. Mm-hmm. Don't do it over text. Don't do it over a phone mm-hmm. call. The best way that you will be able to talk to somebody and to impact their life for the better. Remember, it's for the better. We are not here to tear people down. We are here to build people up. Sometimes it's constructive criticism, mm-hmm. but it's still for the betterment of themselves. But and, and there's, it's meeting people one on one. Exactly. The Bible Jesus gave to us the uh, a great way of handling oughts and offenses and and conflicts. He said, "If if you if your brother has ought against you." It means you feel like that there is a conflict there. You go to them alone. Right. Absolutely. If he won't hear you, then you go to the elders, bring the elders. And if that won't be heard, then it's before the church. And that's within a church setting. Right. You know what? Somebody that you're reaching for that is lost, don't ever argue with them. Because, Absolutely. Because Absolutely. you're not going... Jesus even... and and. And I know that I'm referring a lot to Jesus, but, but he is the master relationship builder. He was kind of the best. Yeah, and, and, he, and he showed us that he didn't even argue with Pilate. He didn't argue with Herod. Mm-mm. He didn't argue with uh, Caiaphas. He, he just simply wouldn't allow it to get to that level. All right. And he was honest with him. He was direct, but he wouldn't argue. Right. That's not an easy thing when you're a hothead you know, exactly. or you, you got a person that's passionate. You know, I, right. I, 
I have to watch my tongue because I, I feel like I'm a passionate person and I mm-hmm. want I don't I can't tell you how many times I've had to hit delete 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 yeah. delete delete yeah because uh, uh, I want to send comments but absolutely you can't you can have a relationship you can have a relationship with someone and still speak your mind just be gracious mm-hmm. just be gracious and in this world. Civility in conversation has seemed to go out of the road. It's gone. Um, gone down the road. So who is the one that's going to change that? Spirit-filled believers right. who say, I'm going to build a relationship right. even with somebody that's different. Right. And that's when it comes to us leaders. We we have, in this world, we have too many keyboard warriors. We have too many people that want to fight on social media. And that, there's a lot of people that are just on social media to fight. Yes. And that is not what we are called to do. Mm-hmm. So if even if you have a difference of opinion with someone and you cannot reach an agreement, you've tried, what we need to do as leaders is we need to understand the difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. Not be mad, not be mm-hmm. argumentative, just say simply, okay, we just think differently on this. Yeah, and and the Proverbs, Proverbs tells us where there is where there's no wood, the fire goes out. Mm-hmm. So in a relationship, I mean, you see this in marriage, you see this in family, you you get to just simply pull the wood out. Just pull the wood out and stop the fire right. of, of controversy. All right, David, uh, let's go to our next one uh, that you have for us today. Man, these are some great practical tips. Really, uh, I think they will be a blessing to, to, to our listeners. What's, what's the next one? So this is our last one, tip number five. This is the, e- the easiest one, I feel like. This is the one that everybody would strive for. That is simply be a friend. Be a friend. Be a friend to someone. Be someone who cares. Because I'm going to speak, this is, like I said earlier, put yourself in their shoes. I want to be cared for. I want to be loved. I want to be liked. You want to be mattered. I want to matter to somebody. So I need to make other people feel like that. Mm -hmm. Be someone who cares. Care for them. Care about what they're into. Yes. I'll tell you what. I know little about it, and I still don't know much about it. Uh, For young people, a big thing right now, anime. I don't know anything about it. But... (laughs) If I can learn just a little bit, but reach someone that seems unreachable, that seems like nobody wants to talk to them, and I can reach them through that mm-hmm. and show them Jesus and show them Christ, mm-hmm. I'm going to use anime. Trust me. I'll do it. <laughs> if they play sports, be at their games. Mm-hmm. Just show up. Uh, I, I I know of a, a, a person that, who didn't have a father in their home and they played sports and they say every game they just looked up and wished that their dad was there. Yeah. If there's someone that feels like that, I want to try. I know I can't fully fill it, but I want to try to fill that void. Yes. Say, I care for you. I love you. I will support you. If you're losing a hundred to Two points. I'm going to be cheering for you like you're Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. I just be involved in their life. Mm-hmm. Show up to where they work. If they work at a fast food place, 
Yeah, this is, I'm speaking to like uh, over young people because that's how I'm minded right now. That's where my mind is at. If a young people, if a young person works at a, a fast food place or they work at a restaurant or wherever, just show up. Mm-hmm. Be like, hey, what's up, man? How's yeah. it going? How's work going? Right. Just be there. Get involved. We as leaders get so busy sometimes that we just push our time uh, out the door. That we don't really take time to invest into people. You know, you know, and I think, David, that in the ministry, um, again, that's where we're coming from. We talk about leadership because the principles bleed over into business. But in the ministry, we can get so busy doing ministry that we forget the main thing of Absolutely. ministry. And that is building relationships. Absolutely. There's a verse in Proverbs that just really nails down what you're, what you're talking about. And that is Proverbs eighteen twenty four. A man that hath friends must show himself friendly. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. That that's that puts the nail in the coffin right there. Mm-hmm. And, and it's the simple things. People think that whenever you're building a relationship with someone, that you got to do extravagant things. That you got to pray that God rain manna down from heaven for them. That you got to do this. this. It's not. It's not. It's not that. Mm-mm. It's the simple things. If they need a ride somewhere, tell them that you can text them, that they can text you at any time and you'll take them. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, you know, think of it like this uh, you're in the car, you're taking them somewhere. That brings up an opportunity for a conversation. Mm-hmm. That brings up a moment. Invite them over to your house. Invite them over to your house. Let them fellowship with you. Let them see who you are. Right. Because. Uh, how I told you uh, in the earlier tip about uh, viewing each pe- each person like you're entering their home, they we're kind of made to do that already. That's mm-hmm. kind of hardwired into us. Mm-hmm. So let let the people that you serve and serve with know you. Right. Let them know who you are. What makes you tick? Uh, another thing. Remember the little things that they talk about. Mm. Uh, one thing, uh, I know a young person that they love their dog. Mm-hmm. They just love their dog. They'll talk about their dog all the time. Mm-hmm. And that that's very popular right now. Animals, they're super popular. Um, if, if someone has a dog that they love and that they talk about, just go get them a toy for their dog. Mm-hmm. So simple thing. Doesn't just, seem just, like much. But it, it makes them feel like they matter. They lo- they're, this is what, how they're going to feel. They're going to be like, whoa. They they pay attention to what I talk they're about. Thinking about me, they, yeah. they think about me. They love yeah. me. Yeah, you know, I I I have I feel like I'm blessed with a uh, an extrovert type of a personality that I don't have a problem talking to strangers. I don't mm-hmm. have a problem talking with people. You know, uh, but there are those that are listening that may be an introvert and said, "Well, that's good for all you you." you know, people that don't have a problem with talking to people and building relationships. Well, what about us? Well, let me share with you just quickly as we come to wrapping this up today, but let me share with you what uh, my wife does. It's awesome. And and, and my, awesome. Wife, my wife is a uh, very much an introvert, and but she works at it nonstop to build relationship with people. She's also a list maker, so <laughs> she has lists of who she's speaking to, and and she go through that list once a month and make making sure that she's speaking to people, that she's talking to people. But she also is like, for instance, uh, 
she got cards for her birthday. She sent everybody that gave her a card a thank you card. Wow. For that. Mm-hmm. And and she is the most intentional relationship builder that I know because she works at it with her personality. Right. So anybody can find a way Absolutely. to build relationship and make it work for you. Absolutely. Because whenever it gets down to it, whenever it comes down to the nitty-gritty, the bare bones, the one thing that every single person on the face of this earth that God made for us, Everyone wants to feel like they matter. Everyone yeah. wants to feel everybody that wants they're to be important. somebody. They want to be somebody. Yeah, and and that's a way that we can make them feel is by build, feel like they're somebody by building a relationship. Absolutely, your time is the one thing that you'll never get back. And so, if you invest that into somebody, they realize what kind of investment that is. So, we as leaders need to show people that they matter. Amen. We need to show people that if they don't matter to anyone else, they matter to me. Yes. If, they, if they're not loved by anyone on the planet, I love them. I love them. Because, and, and not just love them, I like them. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't, just, don't just say you love people. You got to like them. Yeah. But God didn't just call us to like people. He called us to love them. Absolutely. We will never be able to lead people if we don't love them. So true. Man, we want to thank you for being with us today. David, I want to say we appreciate you listening to this podcast. We trust that its contents and these tips have been a blessing to you and that you've learned something. I know I have. We would just sit here talking, and, and I feel like I've been blessed by it and benefit benefited by it. You know, building relationships is messy, Mm -hmm. but build relationships anyway. People are difficult, but love them anyway, because that's what Jesus set out for us to do. Absolutely. And that is to love people with an an incredible love. Absolutely. And so we want to thank you for listening, but we also want to thank you for liking us on... uh, uh, our reviews and clicking mm-hmm. clicking the reviews Absolutely. and take care of reviews. We want to encourage you, if you would, go write a review on whatever uh, particular application that you're listening to us, whether it's um, iTunes, uh, Podbean, or yeah. Apple Radio, whatever the case is, wherever you're listening, and, and, and rate us and leave a review. Right. That helps us get into more markets. It mm-hmm. helps us to reach more people and hopefully bless people. So uh, be a part of that. But we, we want to thank you for, for all the connectivity. Right, right. And also, uh, if, you, if you leaders out there, if you have any practical uh, tips on building a relationship, we'd love to hear from you. Why don't you message uh, either myself, David Gill, or my father, Tim W. Gill. Uh, I, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. Dad, uh, Dad's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah. You know, we, we'd love to hear from you guys. Uh, and also, if there's any topics you guys want us to cover or uh, any uh, controversial things that you want us to cover, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah. Just let us know. Amen. And we appreciate this opportunity. Look forward to the next time. You can f- connect with us every first and third Thursday of the month. We put out a new podcast here at Kingdom Link. 
Who is Kingdom Link? Kingdom Link is David Gill and Tim W. Gill. Uh, we're a father and son uh, uh, that are working in ministry together. And uh, we have, uh, we're blessed in a church that has a great leadership team. And we want to try to pass on as much as we can to you uh, content and information that will help you in connecting generational leaders and you becoming a better leader. Because here's what we found out, that uh, leadership only matters if you pass it on. Go pass it on today. 